Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broads Media. What is going on, everybody? Welcome on in to Sports Talk with Broads. Yes, if you're watching on YouTube, I am standing. A few weeks back, I tried it out at work, and I was obsessed with it. Now I do it basically every show, so I decided to give it a whirl here in the home studio. Am I going to stay with it? I don't know. Stay tuned to find out. But giving it a whirl is essentially a perfect tie-in because that's what I think Nick Sirianni said to his coaching staff and his locker room as they entered the week of preparation for a playoff game. We'll give it a whirl. I don't know what's about to happen, but we'll give it a whirl. I'll tell you what's about to happen, Nicholas. You're going to lose your job, and he should lose his job. So what I decided to do was shoot a few people some text messages to get a pulse, okay? People that are tapped in, people that are speaking, the people that are tapped in. And basically, I'm hearing two options right now. One is it's legitimately on the table that Jeffrey Lurie moves on from Nick. That is actually being considered at a high, high clip, which is good, which is good. That's what we needed. And then the other option I hear is that they may just gut the entire offensive staff and defensive. That's inevitable. Okay, since Matt Patricia took over, Hassan Reddick hasn't even been able to sniff the quarterback, yet Derek Barnett leaves and becomes the best pass rusher to ever exist. Yeah, there's no correlation with the disastrous strategy from the Eagles. Dan Orlovsky's breaking it down perfectly on ESPN that Jalen Hurts is checking at the line of scrimmage, yet the play they have him checking to is just sending guys vertically where no one's even looking back at the football when they know there's extra pressure when they know that there's not enough guys to even block and then yet all the skill position dudes are backs turned to the QB just sending it all the way to the end zone it's a joke it is never going to work out so it's either they got everything underneath of Sirianni on the offensive side of the ball or it's the entire process and I think it should be the entire process give me an example on when you were debating it internally or an example of some other organization that was really toying with should we should we not should we should we not and then that person ended up becoming one of the most electric pieces in sports history it's just not a thing and if it is it's 0.02 percent all right so my point is if it's It's time to question Nick Sirianni. 
you have your answer because you know when it's your guy. And normally, if you give someone just a little extra leash, you get the results you were looking for anyway the year prior. Or you weren't looking for this. No, no, no. Trust me, you weren't looking for this. But the information you received the year before claiming this season you have the answer. You have the answer. He doesn't have the respect. And you're now looking at a bunch of people who have covered the league, who have played in the league, who have played this position. Aikman, even Jay Gruden. Let me know, unless I'm unaware, the last time Jay Gruden was popping off on social media and ripping people to shreds. Now, the whole RG3 angle is hilarious and the memes and pictures that he's sending back back and forth with his former coach taking shots. But ultimately, I've never seen that man speak out at all and be very vocal. And they are just destroying and annihilating the philosophy of the Eagles because it was that atrocious. It's a lot of guys. It's a lot of noise. It's like, hey, let's remove Jalen Hurts from the equation right now. Even though when you have a snap and you're 14 yards away from your own end zone and you're running back and it is legitimately like Carson Wentz before. There, there's multiple different side-by-side views of Carson Wentz rolling to his left, holding the football, trying to reestablish his feet, reset, throw over back towards the middle of the field. He gets crushed. The ball goes flying. The other team picks it up. We've seen disastrous stuff like this. Uh, with uh, Carson Wentz too so don't get me wrong it's not all the blame on the coaching staff but it sure starts with the coaching staff and I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion. I'm not trying to fire Howie Roseman at all. It's not what I'm doing. But I do want to look deeper into why when things collapse, it runs out of control. The Doug Peterson flop came out of nowhere. You don't go from winning the Super Bowl, now you're a four-win team, and everyone sucks, and nobody gets better. And has anybody gotten better this season? Absolutely not. Tell me one in individual who has actually improved. That's why I can't just freak out at the quarterback because it's not like he's been significantly underperforming, yet there's an example of four or five guys you can count on two hands how many have taken massive leaps in their career, yet Jalen is holding them back from being even more of a superstar and he's shitting the bed. No, everyone has dumped insanely or dipped insanely. They look like they should be in the dump. Unreal. I just can't believe we're truly here having this discussion. And while I thought for a long time, long time, it happened a couple of days ago, but a long time that the Dallas Cowboys loss was way worse and way funnier because those fans truly believed that they had a shot. They got convinced when year in and year out, they tell themselves, I won't do it. No matter how great they look, no matter what the season is like for Dak Prescott, no matter how many wins Mike McCarthy he has. No matter how sensational Micah Parsons looks, I will not get convinced that they will do anything. And then they eventually did and got their heart broken by getting their ass kicked at home to a super young Green Bay team, right? So I laid out the Dar- the Dallas scenario, and I think that is hysterical. But then I think of the Eagles, and I saw this on Twitter, and it's perfectly described. We went into the year thinking the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl. We had a 10 
1-1 record, then completely fell apart to the point where you can't even establish third downs. You didn't accidentally get a third down conversion. Do you know what that means? That is nearly impossible. That is being inept. That is not having management properly done from the start. You were not properly ready to perform from a coaching level, and you put this team in a disastrous way, uh, or excuse me, a, a disastrous spot, and there was no way that they could succeed with it. It was terrible. It was trash. It was so fundamentally flawed that there are four, five, six, seven big name respected voices that are coming at Nick Sirianni's throat and Brian Johnson's throat because it is unbearable to watch and it is unacceptable and this is standard one-on-one stuff Orlovsky broke it down beautifully how come there's no pick routes here how come there's no rub to try and get separation why is no one turning around quickly and taking a look at this quarterback now Shady is being extremely vocal the other way why blame the coaches in what world do you blame the ones that are standing on the sideline while there are multiple examples of the players just screwing up themselves and he put a lot of blame on the quarterback because you have to carry a team. That's what you need to do. And uh, while I don't disagree with that at all, and he also brought up why can't the quarterback realize the blitz? And when you take a look at some of these other QBs, they read it at the line of scrimmage and then they counter it from there. And don't get me wrong, there is a minor portion of me that does agree with that. Uh, maybe I don't agree with everything Shady was saying. And I do think that what you're doing is devaluing the NFL head coach which has a massive impact on winning and losing culture matters. And you have a young staff that lost the room and nobody believes in, and that carries a lot of weight. That goes a long, long, long ass way in that room and in this sport. So if nobody's even believing in the messenger, once the vibe is that low, you really can't make up for that. There's nothing you can do on the football field when majority of your stars and best players shake their head at what the coach wants to try to establish before the game even begins. It is just setting the team up to fail. And, um, you know, that's basically where we're at. But yeah, there is a part of me that would love for my QB just to know. But at the same time, if Jalen Hurts is getting two plays in his headset, one of them is one play. And if you see something on the defensive side, go to the other play. And he's checking to one of the plays that are given to him. And that play just happens to not make a lot of sense. What else can you do? You can improvise, I guess. But you know what happens when you improvise? The end of that game against Seattle. And you're seeing a big-time turnover because you're just throwing it downfield. Although, it seems like sometimes half these plays they want to do is chucking it downfield. Or it's a screen pass that goes absolutely nowhere. I don't get it. I'm sorry, I just don't get it. I'm trying my best because I want to know why. You know, I really, truly want to know why. Sometimes Nick Sirianni is punting the ball when it's a go-for situation on fourth and two. I don't get it. The timeouts. Not prepared. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Don't know who's supposed to be on the field? You're in the playoffs. You played your entire regular season already, and you are that confused still. It's not registering. It obviously isn't hitting home. And I don't know if you can recover from that. I really don't. All right, we're going to take some anytime hotlines, of course. Anytime hotline calls, of course. But first, let me tell you about my friends over at HelloFresh. All right, a crazy schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. So keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. HelloFresh does all the shopping for you, and the ingredients arrive right at your doorstep. They're pre-portioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. How easy is that? HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout, so that means you get easy home-cooked meals and even more money back in your pocket. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Broads for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50Broads for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. One thing I won't agree with, though, is hearing a lot of people claim that who would want to work for the Philadelphia Eagles if you were to fire Nick Sirianni when they look at the track record of your your shelf life. Uh, People take the Carolina Panthers job. There's only so many jobs. And as bad, and I'll say air quotes because... In the grand scheme of things, both franchises have a lot of positives and a lot of recognition that comes with working there. I know they're underperforming, but the Eagles and Cowboys, if you're an NFL head coach and Jeffrey Lurie or Jerry Jones is calling you to pick up the phone, guess what? You're talking. You're pumped. You're stoked. Hey, hon, I just got a call from the Philadelphia Eagles. They want me to fly into town on Tuesday so I can sit down with him and Howie. That's real. That is super exciting. That is one of the best phone calls you can ever have, regardless on if they treated Sirianni poorly or Doug Peterson unfairly at the end. Now, what I would like to do, and I know it's not going to happen, and maybe this is a discussion for another day because I'm not ready yet for the Howie angle, a long-term Howie angle, and even looking back at some of his older stuff and some of his most recent selections in the draft that we thought maybe were better than they are with still plenty of time to prove themselves. But Jordan Davis, by now, I thought we would have more love for. I thought he'd bring more juice to the table. It's been disappointing. It's been lowered for sure. Uh, Like my excitement level for him has been lowered. I don't like that. If anything, I like to see the transcendent part of people. Right. Yes, this is outstanding. Look at that. Look at the trajectory. It's going up and it's going up at a fast pace. Tyrese Maxey, he never stops improving. Where's that on this Philadelphia Eagles team? Devontae Smith? Okay. Yeah. I think that's your answer. Devontae Smith, which is a fantastic start. But you know what I'm saying? Come on. People want this job. You're not running away from it. 
I'm just wondering, if you're Jeffrey Lurie, do you have someone in mind already? Is it a big, splashy name that a lot of guys are trying to target? A lot of GMs are trying to figure out how to sit them down and speak and learn more about them. Is it a Bill Belichick? Is it a is it a big, splashy name? Or do you have to work from the bottom and sort of try and establish a real, legitimate, long search? Because remember, when Jonathan Gannon at the end took his spot in Arizona, they're claiming, the Eagles that is, that that really screwed up their defensive coordinator search, and that's why it resulted in Sean Desai. Howie Roseman, if he's the one that stepped in and forced that move, that's when everything turned around for the worst. So he deserves a lot of blame for that as well. I just don't think it's Nick. Maybe it was. Maybe it was more Nick. But these are the guys that Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman hire. And I think that's why it correlates with how it fails and how it flops because you're not getting the established guy. You're getting the yes-man type. At the same time, when they do select these no-names and when they do select someone that they're able to sort of have their hands all over, we've seen Super Bowl appearances with both of those head coaches while it did turn ugly at the same time. So what do I do with that information? It's very hard for me to figure that out right now because the top of the top of these coaches have been what you ask. You're at the final game of the year with the chance to bring back a parade to Philadelphia. It doesn't get any sweeter than that. It is unbelievable. I don't know, though, if you can sustain the turnover every three years. At some point, it's got to end here. And here's going to be another fire and another hire for the GM. By the way, I want to close out the point, though, on the whole Eagles versus Dallas thing. And I thought for a while that the Dallas loss would be worse because of how much they really thought they could win the Super Bowl this year. Someone laid it out this way on social, though. The Cowboys entered the season essentially saying, I won't believe, never really having that full belief they'll win the Super Bowl because of the heartbreak so many times. And the end result was, I'm never going to believe in this team because they break my heart every time. They're pretty much steady. Now, it was a wild roller coaster to get there, but their end product was the same as their start product. Is that as bad as the Eagle start product, which is go win a Super Bowl, and their end product, which is sure, you might have known five or six weeks ago that your team was dead and your team was out of it and they had zero pulls. But dude, for six or seven weeks then the season, your team had no pulls and you thought you could win a Super Bowl. And now you're firing everybody and it's a huge garage sale. So isn't that worse? Yeah, it kind of is. Yes. Yes. 100% it is. Okay, with that, I'll shut up. I'll let you do the talking. Let's go to the Anytime Hotline. Bros, how's it going, bud? Randy, long-time listener, second-time caller. I'm just looking at this fucking James Bradbury play for this fucking touchdown. Bro, they need to sit his ass on a motherfucking bitch and spray him with his adhesive so he doesn't fucking move off the bitch. I'm fucking done. Rose, keep doing your thing, brother. 
Thank you so much. I don't know how James Bradbury got as many snaps as he did at the end of that season. And one of the things that I was trying to figure out is just because the messaging has been so out of whack and the coaching staff's relationship with the players was clearly broken, I didn't know if it would connect with everybody. If Matt Patricia, who was wrongfully put in that position, I'm sure there were a lot of side eyes. Really? Sean Desai when we're... 10 and whatever at that point, 10 and 3, whatever the record was when Sean Desai got kicked upstairs. It didn't deserve that. We might have had a little bit of a dip. We might have struggled on third downs, but at least Sean Desai could have a game against Miami, could have a second half against Kansas City, and there were at least a little bit of good that you could sprinkle throughout the garbage. Uh, Matt Patricia's just been straight up garbage the entire time. There hasn't been one thing that he did good. All right, Hassan Reddick became non-existent. There is something going wrong with what they are teaching, what they are asking them to do. It's not the first time that Hassan Reddick spoke and there was a little bit of some noise and eyebrow raises that happens because, you know, he goes, oh, it's not Nick Sirianni's fault, but I don't get paid that type of money. Well, I think he's saying that because maybe he doesn't like Matt Patricia. So he goes, oh, Sirianni, no, 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 no. Back in his mind, he goes, he goes, it's the dude with the fucking pencil. It's the guy that has the damn yellow thing sticking out of his ear. Let's not freak out on Nick Sirianni. While the quarterback had nothing to say when asked about Nick. Post game, do you think Nick's going to be back? Oh, I was unaware he was going anywhere. Uh, yo, Jalen. You're telling me you had no idea this team was questioning the head coach. That was a lie! feel like Jerry Springer. That was a lie! Or is that Mari? I don't know. That's not true. There's people who get paid from the Eagles organization. Their job is to let every single person and player know who's stepping up to the podium what is about to get asked. So he had the opportunity to express that he believes in Nick and he wants Nick here. And it's time to get back to the drawing board together this offseason and we are going to get the answers. We are going to figure this thing out. Absolutely, I believe in him. He didn't say that, and there's a reason why he didn't say that. Because he doesn't believe that. He feels that Nick Sirianni is holding him back. And while he has every right to feel that way, because the examples are right there on the film, you could see the tape. That's everything. You don't need any more data than that. It's something you say publicly, though, if you still feel comfortable with the dude. Your voice goes a long way. You're the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles on a massive contract. He's a very intelligent person. He knows exactly how his words are going to be deceived and taken apart when he says it the way he says it. He wants me to make the claim I'm making right now because he doesn't want Nick Sirianni here. And I don't blame him for that. I'm just saying those are obvious and pretty clear uh, responses that we were getting from the quarterback. He doesn't like Nick Sirianni. He did not support him and he did not have his back. Crazy. What a world. Next call. What's up, bros? Um, even my parents' house, after the Bucks just scored that last touchdown to go up, I think it was 21 to 9. Ew. Uh, I called a few weeks ago, right when the whole collapse had started, and I said I didn't even care to see this team in the playoffs and that it, it, it wasn't even going to be worth it. Through the pain and through just how they were playing, it would have been better for us not to make the playoffs. That's about it. This is 
get rid clean house. I don't even know if AJ wants to be here. Sirianni needs to be gone. Both coordinators need to be gone, and that needs to be it. All right, well, it's on to the Flyers and the Sixers now. Hopefully they don't break our hearts, too, even though they probably will. Oh, they definitely will. And there's a reason why I'm wearing the Flyers hat in back-to-back Eagles videos. You know, it's time to show the love, no doubt about it. I don't know if A.J. Brown wants to be here either, okay? I'll say this, though. You get a whole fresh new slate, and that'll definitely intrigue him more. I'm sure he doesn't want to play for this staff again. And remember, the relationship between Brian Johnson and Jalen Hurts is always going to be there. Now, maybe Brian Johnson actually has some smarts, but Nick Sirianni is holding him back. That wouldn't surprise me if Sirianni is pulling all of the strings and he can't figure out a way to marry what Jalen wants and what Brian Johnson wants and his own beliefs, then what type of head coach are you? Either you're sticking to your guns and you're rocking with your offense and you'll figure out other tendencies and other concepts that some people on your staff have, but then it's my way or the highway. But if you're going through this as a collaborator and you're more about the collaborative effort and I'm a CEO, that means you have to take what others are doing and part of your skill set is marrying. And you can't do that at all. So you lack fundamentals. You lack not being detailed. You lack the timeout situation. He's awful on the sidelines. He mismanages the clock at will. They don't know how to score in a two-minute offense. They don't know how to score in any offense, which is problematic. But let alone where you got two minutes, maybe a timeout. And the reason why you only have one timeout is because you screwed up so much prior. You got to burn timeouts in, in horrible spots. They are so flawed every which way and there's a lot that has to start with that defense or that's where you have to start there's a lot that has to be done and you have to start with that defense because you aren't young enough and with some of the areas like Sidney Brown you're young but now he's injured and who knows what his recovery is going to be like but I need more uh, I mean you're young in some areas but they haven't really stepped up like Jordan Davis and even Josh Sweat has been a bit underwhelming but how much of this once again is just Matt Patricia's failure because if you're unwilling to get a Hassan Reddick going and you drop him back into coverage a billion times, it's not like he dropped him back into coverage so much that Hassan Reddick started to have 17 interceptions and three pick sixes. If that's the case, then by all means, don't worry about having him rush the damn quarterback. But when you can't even get to the QB and you're not generating any pressure, we finally, for the first time in what, two months, saw some sort of light from the defensive line? That's crazy talk. And that really probably is a product of how bad Tampa is. It's not telling you how good Matt Patricia is to get some of these dudes going. He's the opposite. He's holding them back by a large margin. Never seen anything like it. You need to find young corners. Really, when I say young in the secondary, corner, corner. Bradbury should never be able to play football again. Not here. Dude just forgot how to play. Can't even make a tackle anymore. Went from one of the best in the league to I can't make a tackle. That is drastic. I do disagree with the caller, though, saying it would have been better to not make the playoffs. No, I'd still take my shot. It sucks. I don't feel any worse today than I did after watching them the past couple of weeks. I feel the same. It was just a refresher. 
and it was just more highlighted, but that's a good thing because now the ones that don't watch every single snap of the Eagles, granted, they had a lot of primetime television games and there were a lot of games with a lot of eyeballs on them. We all saw the stats that came back and 20-plus million, 30-plus million, 50-plus million, whatever the hell it is, all these people are tuning in and the birds with all the numbers. I got you. I know there, there is a lot of interest there. Um but it's the playoffs, and it's different, and the dissection's different, and the national talking points are different, and Nick Sirianni is in the crosshairs of blame, and he should be, and it makes it more intense now because the whole entire football universe were glued to it. Mm-mm-mm. Bro, this offense is atrocious. Yes, it is. Fourth and five. The first two drives at the start of the game, third and two. And you're throwing the ball 20 yards down the field. You don't like that? Whatever happened to going and getting the first down? No. Oh, my God. Just get me out of my misery. Just go ahead and lose this. Because even if somehow they come back and win this game, you think they're going to really go to Detroit and do anything there? No. Oh, it's, it's such misery. They didn't come back, by the way. And what's the answer? We, we don't Do they one. really know? No. Going into next season? Nope. Because this offense and this defense just looks out of whack. I never thought in a billion years the best coordinator on this team by the end of 2024 would be Michael Clay. (laughs) If you want to find any sort of optimism. There's no way you would have bet $6 on that. If I told you you could bet $6 and win 400 if Michael Clay is the best coordinator on the team after Shane Steichen left and you bring in new guys and Sean Desai, and all, you wouldn't have even bet $6. Don't lie. $6, no way. Michael Clay was a disaster, and we mocked him for getting a raise, and then he improved heavily. Well, hey. Maybe we count out Sirianni so bad and they elect to keep him and then he surprises everybody. I don't want to do that. That's the last thing I want to do. I want his ass out of here. I want him gone. What we can't do as a fan base, though, is throw popcorn at him as he's walking off the field. How come we don't know what the line is? How come? And I'm saying we as people, we as society, not Philadelphia sports fans, because there's jerk-off, horrible people who are fans of other teams, too. Chicago Bulls, booing people, the whole shebang, all right? No reason to get sucked down that rabbit hole. But what are we doing? What are we doing? Can't we separate the sports hate to just being an asshole? I don't I don't get why it's so difficult. What else I don't get is why Tick Pick is so great and the most beautiful thing in the entire world. And if you want to go to a concert, if you want to go to a Flyers game to go see John Tortorella live, Travis Konechny, or Joel Embiid live at the center, what if I told you my friends at Tick Pick is teaming up with Broads Media here, giving you a free $10 to help give you a push to go there? All I got to do is click the link down below in the description and my promo code will be activated with it. Their ticket prices will beat any of the major competing marketplaces. They are so confident about it, they guarantee it. If you find the same seats elsewhere at a better price than TickPick, you get 110% of the price difference in form of TickPick credit. And there's also upfront pricing. So no more doing the math in your head to prepare for how much extra you plan on spending on top of the listed price than on other sites. Because the price you see on TickPick is the price you pay at checkout, period, end of story. So there's no added service fees or any of that. Just bang. The price you see is the price you pay. Check it out and join the Tick Pick family. All right, another call. Bro, these Eagles suck, dude. And Nick and all these 
sorry-ass coaches need to be fired for what they put us through tonight. I am livid. Everyone should be livid. It's fucking pathetic. I'm done. I'm done. Go Flyers. Wow. People are pumped for the orange and black. People are pumped. I'm broken, too. I know. It's it's sort of like we're living in la-la land. So hard to fathom. We could have seen that coming. We also couldn't have seen that coming. You would eventually assume they would snap out of it because there's just too much talent. That's part of the reasons why I think he's got to go because if he had some sort of pulse, if you had some sort of life under this coaching staff, they would have to some level. You don't just continue the garbage. And while there's plenty of poor talent, plenty of issues, and there's a lot of problems here just from a roster construction level, it shouldn't have been like this. Even at 10-1, and if you limped yourself into the playoffs from there, you got to at least win 13 games. Beat the Gi- You're playing the Giants twice. You're beating Arizona at home, or playing Arizona at home. How do you lose those games? I'm not demanding you to go on a six-game stretch at the end of the year and beat the Baltimore Ravens on the road, beat Dallas on the road, regular season Dallas, that is, and, you know, beat some of these teams, San Francisco on the road, three straight road games, week 15, 16, and 17. I'm asking you to look like a normal team, above-average football team with life to them against the New York Giants, against the Arizona Cardinals. I'm sorry, if that's too much then there's something wrong here. And unfortunately, I think right now that's too much. So there's something wrong here. And the head coach has to go. It'll be fascinating to cover over the next few days. All right, everybody. My feet hurt. I stood for a while. Normally happens this way. We'll see if this continues. It'll be it'll be a fascinating watch, wouldn't it? Do I stand next episode or do I not? Forget the sports talk. That's the juicy content. All right, everybody. I'll see you all on the next one. Love you to death.